Brethren, if you are ready for tonight's Bible study, Triumphant Living Day, if you are ready and you are available there, I want to hear you shout a big hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And so, Father, we thank you. We appreciate your name for this evening, the Triumphant Living, for the opportunity and the privilege, oh God, that you are giving unto us to see this wonderful day. Father, we say be thou glorified, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we have come to lay at your feet. We pray, Almighty Father, that you will teach us from above and give us better understanding of your word. In the name of Jesus, you will give us the, the, the power and the wisdom to understand your word and to put your word into practice in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask, O oh God, that you will make us a true triumphant children in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask for the power of the Holy Spirit to teach us your word and to interpret your word to us this evening my lord and savior release your power your spirit upon us in the name of jesus your servant that you are going to use this evening lord i commit him into your hands and all other ministers of god that you are going to use for us this evening my lord and savior release your fresh fire anointing upon their lives in the name of jesus that as the word will be coming forth, let your word heal us. Let your word set us free. Let your word liberate us. Let your word bless us. In the mighty name of Jesus, you, it is written in your word that he sent forth his word and his word healed and delivered them from their destruction. That through the teaching of this evening, Lord, the triumphant living, let your word the heal us in the name from every sickness in the mighty name of jesus thank you lord because of answer i pray oh lord my father that you will release your spirit upon every one of us that are connected to this program in the name of jesus i cover our lives with the blood of jesus i cover our home wherever we are with the blood of jesus i come against any power or forces that want to oppose the word of god in our life power that will not allow the word of god to be fruitful in us in our lives let the power be destroyed in the name of jesus let your word Fall in a fatal ground in our heart in the name of Jesus and let it produce fruit in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you because of answer. We give you all the praise for answer prayer, Lord. We declare the service open in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen.
the Lord. Amen. May the Lord bless you. I welcome you all 
to today's triumphant living day. May the Spirit of the living God teach us His word, teach us His truth, and give us understanding in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us pray. O oh Lord, we are very, very grateful for all you have done for us. Oh Lord, we are very, very grateful. We are saying thank you, Jesus. Our Lord and our God, we thank you. We bless and appreciate you, Lord, for another day that you have given to us to be in your presence, to learn under your feet. We return glory back to you, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Mighty God, as we go into your word this evening, Holy Spirit, come and teach us. Give us understanding, give us revelation. Direct us to your truth, O Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Don't let us speak of ourselves, O Lord. Father, let us be able to speak of the kingdom word and give us understanding in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Brethren, I want to welcome us again. May the Lord bless you in the name of Jesus. Today, we are looking at a topic that says, Blessed are the meek. Blessed are the meek. This topic is picked from one of the teachings of our Lord Jesus Christ that is called the Beatitude. That is Beatitude. The question now is, what are the Beatitudes? The Beatitudes are part of a much larger teaching that our Lord Jesus gave near a town called Capernaum. If you have in your Bible, I want you to have uh, to open down the book of Matthew chapter 5. Be going along with me as we read it. He and the 12 disciples have been traveling through Galilee with Jesus teaching and healing as they were going. I pray tonight, as we are teaching the word of God, studying the word of God, healing will be happening in our life in the mighty name of Jesus. As he was teaching and healing, people began to crowd. Crowds soon began to be coming from all over the region. They are coming from all over the place to see him. Finally, when Jesus saw the crowd, Jesus went up onto his side. That is when some people are saying that when Jesus saw the crowd, he went onto the hill. He went on to the history to speak to the large gathering. That's enormous crowd. He was looking, what is it? This is an opportunity to teach the truth. And then one of the things we are missing in the church of God today is that when we see crowd, we are carried away. We be, begin to say what we should not say. As at that time, we be, we're supposed to speak the truth and the hard word of God and the word that will bless us and the word of the kingdom. That word that he began to speak, called the Beatitude, are the opening of his message, popularly known as the Sermon on the Mount. If you are the one that is used to the book of King James, when you open it, and some of the other Bible passages, they will say, Sermon on the Mount, Sermon on the Mount, when you get to that chapter 5. Through this point, you will see this, it is recorded, all these Bible passages that I'm talking about, they are recorded, in the book of Matthew chapter 5, when you read it from 1 down to 11, you talk about it. And when you go to the book of Luke chapter 6 from verse 20, you will see it there. Jesus laid out the characteristics that a genuine believers are to have. Huh. You know, we have been talking about uh, in, in the life of a true disciple or that, or this. We have been talking about, about it. But in that particular passage, he was able to outline and he make it bear what a genuine believers are to have, what life we are to live, how we are to, to be. We can call it or we can be seen as we can see it as a Christian code of ethics. There's some people who say code of conduct that clearly show how different God's way are from the way of the world. Because Jesus said, we are not of the world. Because if we are of the world, they will have loved us. But because we are not of the world, they will hate us. So that teaching that he was teaching was the foundation of that fact, of that truth. To show that God's ways are different from the way of the world. Beatitude, Jesus made the beatitude to serve as a moral compass. 
something to measure to guide people when facing temptations and troubles in this life and that is why he was able to say that in this world we shall experience temptation but we should be cheerful for we have overcome the world but the way how to be able to know that you are a true christian is when you use all these bible passages that are enumerated in that book of matthew chapter 5 when you read it down that what does it mean but the challenge is how do you understand each one each of those bible passages begins with blessed are blessed are blessed are and present a specific trait that is blessed are so 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 person blessed are so so person because of this the christians of today believers of today we don't follow it because we don't know it or we are not taught or we are not ready to abide with it and as human beings because the human frail in us the flesh in us will not allow us to understand this and that is why we need to ask for the power of holy spirit to give us more understanding to be able to understand god's way and the world's way jesus state what the ultimate reward will be for those that are faithful in it when he said blessed are they that do this whether right away or at a future time whether it is immediate or later what is going to be the reward it goes on and on from there to teach other principles for godly living how we need to be living our life and when we say triumphant living we are talking about godly living godly life godly style the way of the lord that is what we are teaching teaching the truth the deeper uh, the uh, redeem call it digging deep there are various names that you call it you want to dig deeper you want to know the truth so in chapter 5 of matthew and you read it from verse 5 it is the third beatitude of eight beatitude we are having eight beatitude of jesus that he enumerated and when you look at it and you go and look the ten commandments you'll be able to see how life supposed to be i want us to read chapter 5 from verse 1 to, to 5 matthew 5 from verse 1 to 5 but i want to read new living uh translation i want to read it for us he said one day as the crowd were gathering jesus went up the mountainside with his disciples and sat down to teach them this is what he taught them one see that's verse two three see god blesses god blesses those who realize their need for him for the kingdom of heaven is given to them verse four see god blesses those who mourn for they will be comforted that is number two of the beatitude then verse three which you want to talk about say god blesses those who are gentle and lonely lowly for the earth the whole earth will belong to them and it goes on and so on and so on i don't want to take our time because of where we are going so before the one in verse five that we just read jesus introduces the trait of being pure in spirit and of mourning all of these first quality speak of the value of humility and acknowledging god's supremacy the, the quality of humility and god called us to be humble and when you look at the life of christ it was humility per excellence and who can now say you want to be like him thank god for that it's a song that we normally sing i want to be like jesus i want to be like jesus is it possible but in reality this is what he wants us to do and this is what he wants us to work towards and we can achieve it we can attain it today we are looking on that point number three that is in, in verse five he said blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth that is what the living standard says god blesses those who are gentle and lonely for the whole earth will belong to them blessed god blesses those who are gentle and lowly for the whole earth will belong to them king james pastor says blessed are the meek in spirit for they shall inherit the earth now the question now that we need to first of all look at ourselves is what does it mean when we say that uh what does the meek shall inherit the earth mean what does it mean when you look at it dividing this verse into two sessions 
help us to see how important Jesus' choice of word was. The first part says, blessed are the meek. In the modern culture, the term meek, that word meek, might mean or conjure up the image of a person who is mild, passive, and even timid. But as we continue to search for a more complete definition, I discover what a beatitude trade is actually is. When you look at what Aristotle, the ancient Greek, namely what he says, he says the character of one having the passion of resentment, resentment under control, and therefore is tranquil and untroubled. So when he's having, when he's been tempted, have been challenged, or this, he, he can control himself. He's not troubled. Nothing moving. He's unwavered. Nothing. Nothing threatening him. Then when you look at the dictionary, dictionary.com, you say, humbly patient under provocation from others. That is, when you are able to be patient, when you are being provoked, instead of you reacting, that you say that, oh, no, 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 no. But you are so humble, that is what they say, that a meek, you shall inherit, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Humbly patient, under provocation from others, compl uh, compliant, gentle, kind. That when you are gentle, when you are kind, when you are able to com to comply with what people say, you just take it. That is what they say. Then we have one Bible called Mary Webster Dictionary. Pastor use it. It means enduring injury with patience and without resentment. They injure you, they offend you without any any resentment. You don't show anything. Well, that is the way. Let them stay there. They will let me stay my own. No. The Bible dictionary adds to the idea of meekness, bringing a sense of calm to the soul. Then the King, the King James dictionary, King James Bible dictionary says, mild of temper. He controlled little temper, not easily provoked or irritated, submissive to the divine will, not proud or so sufficient. That is mixed person that is making spirit. Then we have the one Bible that is called the Baker's Evangelical Dictionary. And views on the notion of meekness being connected with having a longer view. It describes strong people who are placed in position of weakness, who keep going without sinking into bitterness or a desire for vengeance. So, it, 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 somebody that is strong in spirit, and they find themselves in position that they take it that people will say that you are too weak, you are too weak, but they keep themselves going without sinking to be. They will not be annoyed. They will not be bitter. No matter what you do to them, no bitterness. And they will not have the mind that they are going to avenge or take vengeance. No. So, meekness then comes not from fear, not because we are afraid, but a firm foundation of trust and faith in God. It reflects a person who keeps their eyes fixed on him, who is able to withstand unfair treatment and injustice with grace. Just like Paul said that your grace is what Jesus uh, what God told you, um, Paul when he was praying, said, my grace is sufficient for you. That you are just be able, no matter the injustice, no matter what is happening to you, you are able to endure it. Do you know what the book of Sephaniah says? Sephaniah chapter 2, verse 3 says, Seek the Lord, all you humble of the land, you who do what he commands. Seek righteousness, then seek humility. That is what we are asked to do. That is Old Testament telling us that, that, not the New Testament. And when you now look at the second part of that Matthew 5, 5, it refers to the result of living with true meekness of spirit. What did they say it will happen? He said, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are the meek, this is the first part. When you now look at it, what is the reward? For they will inherit the earth. This phrase like was confusing to me initially until i understood more of that longer a longer view that god wants us to have in other words we are ideally living here on earth why being aware of the life that is yet to come in this world that we are we have to make it we have to settle we have to be peaceful we have to progress in our humanness that can be a hard balance to strike. I, I want you to know we are on earth while we are looking at it that we are going somewhere. To balance it as human being is very, very difficult. 
how can I be able to believe it? Uh, like uh, we have a church that to say heaven on earth. You know that we have uh, uh, our home is in heaven, but you are this earth. How do you live in that earth so that you do not stain yourself? When you talk about staining self, it's so wide. Many, many things are there in the world. Major one that devil is using against Christian and those people that have can pray or those people that can fast that God want to use is this area of humility. We find it to be humble. And when you look at the great people that have fallen, like the fallen, it is this lack of humility right, that fell them. They will not fall in Jesus' name. The inheritance Jesus means is peace, joy, and contentment in our daily life. On this side, why we are here, we have peace. May you have peace. May you have joy. May you be contented in your life in Jesus' name. Wherever we find ourselves and hope for our future. Again, this is not a popular idea in a world that places importance on grabbing fame. This is the world that you want to see. What do you achieve in life? People want to see what you have achieved. What have you gained? The, the people are looking at your wealth. People are looking at, at your achievement as soon as possible. Ah, you, you are born. You are now 20. You are not 25. You never marry. Ah, you never build house. Ah, you never get car. Ah, you never do this one. That is the world we are living. That is the criteria they are looking at achievement and sources in life. But the major thing Jesus is mean that we will inherit the heart. The earth is that for you to be, to be at peace. Be at peace with yourself. Have joy in yourself, no matter what is happening around you. Be contented with what you are, knowing that the person that called you or that have created you, created you for a purpose, no matter what others are doing. It highlights the things that matters to God versus those of men. That is what by that Bible passage is saying. What the people of the world want is different from what God is expecting. And Jesus wanted the people to see the clear difference between the two. Jesus knew that most people in his time made their living as farmers. That time when you came, they are like farmers, fishermen, tradesmen. So they weren't rich or powerful, but they had to deal with those who were. There are people that are so powerful. The Shylock of that time, the capitalists of that time. They have been oppressed by both the Roman law and the religious leader, leading to frustrating and fearful, fearful life and fearful moment. Jesus wanted to remind them that God was still present in their lives, no matter what they are passing through. And they were called to live by his standard. Christian, you that you are hearing me, we are called to, to present our life and then live by the standard that God called us to. No matter what is happening around us, no matter the, the level that the evil have got into, no matter what the world is expecting us to do, we must not follow the way the, the world wants it. So that passage, this passage as a whole, also hints at the persecution that faced, faced Jesus, that faced Jesus, and then his follower, the one that faced them, and the one they are going to face. He will soon be sharing the apostle with the apostle how he will be put to death and rise again. So when he was teaching them, he was preparing their mind down what is going to happen next. Most of them, in turn, will later experience some of the same treatment. You know what happened to all the, the 12 disciples. Maybe one of these days, we are going to teach and bring each of the 12 apostles what they passed through. Maybe I will work on that one, by God's grace, and see what each one passed through and how they end their life. So they'll be able to know that if you say you want to be a disciple and you want to live a Christian life, triumphant living, what, are the, what, what is going to be the reward? <laughs> what is going to be the thing that you are going to see because persecution will come people will hate you people will look down at you and in fact it will be as if god is not existing or god is not blessing some people or god intentionally creates you for evil no i want you to understand it will be vitally important for the disciple then to see jesus circumstances and their own through their eyes of faith and that is the way we're supposed to look at that what are the thing that is going to be how is life going to be? Brethren, because of our time, I have a few minutes more. Now, I want to ask another question. And I, okay, let me just jump to this one so that we can end for today. May the Lord bless you in Jesus' name. May God give you the grace. May God give us the grace. Do you know that all believers 
are called to be make christians believers no matter your level immediately you are called into that line and you say you accept christ as your lord and savior you are expected to be make no matter that you say i know this as my attitude oh that is my character all this character all this attitude all ways of life are the things that are supposed to be going down that is what you call brokenness you need to be broken it is when you are well well broken that the holy spirit will have a place to come and dwell in you more and more without being broken holy spirit will only be off and on thing as it was in the old in old in, uh, in, in, in the old testament if you only just come once you will just experience a little and you should go away it will just be like power entry into water for some time it will go no but he said it will reside in you the holy spirit the holy spirit will reside in you and he'll be teaching you all things and for you to be able to get him you must be humble you must be meek you must be gentle all believers are called to be meek god's word emphasizes meekness as one of the most essential traits a believer can have in fact according to scripture everyone who desires to please god you know what if you desire to please god you must see one well, you must see the value in meekness and embracing it as part of a godly life that's number one you must see the value of meekness embracing it as part of a godly life two you must desire to grow in meekness knowing we can't do it without god so you must grow all believers all christians are to grow you remember psalm 92 from verse 12 if in old age you will see bear fruit they that planted in the house of God, they shall be fat and flourishing. We'll be talking more about it later. So when you say you want to, you desire to please God in your way, in your life, so that God can answer you, so that you, you have your name written in the book of life, you know that you are going somewhere after this earth, no matter how you might be sin, you might not be uh, committing adultery, you might not be committing fornication, you might not be a liar or this thing, but you are meek. No matter what it is, for you to be humble and meek, there are certain things. Meanwhile, I want you to understand this, understand this, that there are some people that are meek and gentle, and this they have evil character under net i'm not talking about that you don't need to be humble and use it to cover face then be doing wickedly behind you will pay it everything you need to balance it then you pray for opportunity to show meekness to others hoping it will lead them to god show meekness show humility to others it is this one that we attract them we want you remember the last teaching of last week that we need to go after those people that have thrown away if you want to bring them back to the presence of god it is not with hardness of harshness or uh, this it is with meekness and gentleness jesus christ came he said come unto me all ye that labor and i are heavily laden i will give you rest he said, come to me if you know that you are heavily laden no he was meek and gentle come i will give you rest may you have rest in the name of jesus the old and new testaments are full of lessons and reminders about these characteristics many of the early heroes heroes of the faith leave it out that was their lifestyle that was the way they are living when you look at the book of numbers chapter 12 verse 3 moses was an example there he said he said that now moses was a very humble man more humble than anyone else on the face of the earth do you remember what happened to him he has anger once in a while the bible said that he's humble jesus not just bible god god it was god spoken word but that little trait, because it is a trait from his family lineage, Levite, that is foundational problem, foundational challenges that he was having. He belonged to the Levite family. His Levite father, a parent, grand, 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 grandparent, they were, they were having anger. They don't take nonsense. They take vengeance. In their anger, they went in and killed uh, something. I don't want to go into that story. It will be... It, it will make me to sidetrack from what I'm teaching. In anger, they do things. And that anger still following. That is why you've been saying that whatsoever thing that is in my generation that will affect my full short success or my attainment to heavenly places. Lord, take it away. Oh. That little, little thing. You might be doing good. You might be uh, well accepted. You might be this. But if there are traits of foundational uh, something like us that is in one life, you will see. 
it will be waiting for one. Anything waiting for you and me to bring us down from this ladder of success or to heavenly places, God Almighty will remove for us in Jesus' name. Jesus taught over and over about humility and loving our enemies. Those two elements show that being meek is not passive, but making an active choice motivated by God's love. Active choice motiva motivated by God's love. So, you must be humble and loving. You must love your neighbor. If you want to fellowship together, if you want people to come, if you want, you want us to gather, we must know how to love people. Do you know what Matthew chapter 5, 43 to 44 says? Matthew 5, 43 to 44. He said, you have heard that. That was after he was teaching about the beatitude. Other teaching was teaching them very hard. It was after this teaching that some people went away. He said, you have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your father in heaven. In this passage from Matthew 11, Jesus spoke of himself in this way, then invited others to join him. When you look at Matthew 11, 29, he said, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Why? He said, For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. I want you to open that Matthew 11, 21 and mark it. Mark it yourself. You want to say, Take my yoke, take my yoke upon me. If you read the word there, deep word there, and you gently assimilate it you will understand what he's saying i'm re repeating it again matthew 11 29 he says take my yoke upon you and learn from me for i am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your soul and when you get to isaiah 53 isaiah says something there However, what, what I was just read, Jesus showed us the ultimate example of meekness during his trial and crucifixion. You know it when he get to the cross. He was so gentle to the last. He willingly tolerated abuse and then death because he knew the result would be salvation for the whole world. And that was uh, what I was trying to say. The Isaiah was talking about it in Isaiah 53 verse 7. He shared prophecy of the event that will happen to him. He said he was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He didn't talk. He was so passive. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before his shearers is silent, he did not open his mouth. <laughs> Do you remember what uh, Pilate said? He said, who are thou? Who did they say? You better tell me, because I have the power to do this. The only word he told uh, uh, Pilate was that, you say so, I'm the king. The next thing he said, I will have and release you, set you free. Say, you don't have any power to do this. If I want to do this, I have I can easily call God angel and they will come down. You cannot do anything. Later, the apostle Paul encouraged the new church members to respond to Jesus' meekness by putting it on themselves and letting it govern their behavior. That is what he said in Colossians 3. Verse 12, he says, therefore, as God choosing people, that is what you and me are, the triumphant people. Therefore, as God choosing people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. This is what we are patient. This is what we are expected to do. As we think more about meekness, Though we need to keep in mind that we are not meant to stay silent all the time. Yes, he didn't say we now become a silent, stupid. No, God always take care of us. But he may call us to speak out and defend him to others. Maybe even loudly. Huh. Do you know? Jesus provided us with a model, an example for that as well. He knew the passion of his father's heart and let those, led him during his ministry. For example, do you know what he said in Matthew John 11? John 11, 43, said, when he said this, Jesus called in a loud, loud voice, Lazarus, come out. That was holy anger. Some of us have only used the word holy anger. It was in anger he called Lazarus out. There are things you need to forcibly force, call out. It is not fighting or condemning enemies. Call, come out. When, and when you get to John 2, 15 to 16, say, so he made a whip out of court and drove all from the temple court both sheep and cattle he scattered the coins of the money changer and overturned their tables to those who sold those he, he said he now said get this out of this of here stop turning my father's house into a market that is what he said 
So because he said, my the house of my father shall be called the house of prayer. So in those areas, you can speak with boldness. You can speak word of God with anger. Brethren, as I round up, what does this verse mean for believers of today? That word meekness. Meekness may sound like an outdated idea that it is before. Huh? But if God calls us to eat, he will show us how it applies to our life. Our life today. We may not face open persecution. They might not be persecuting us openly. But we certainly can find ourselves caught up in unfair circumstances. Things will be happening to us. Look, you that are listening to me, check your life. Look at what is happening to you. Unfair treatment, unfair happening, strange things. And you that, that is persecution in hidden way that is not open. You don't know where it is coming from. But if you look here and there, you'll be assuming. You'll be assuming whether it is from here or it is from there. No. The question is how we handle those moments. How do you handle? He wants us even to be humble, even in the moment of persecution, in the moment of hardship, in the moment of suffering, in the moment of affliction. The only thing is to take a matter to him in prayers. For example, or for instance, how do you think you will respond if someone talk about you behind your back? Somebody's life, you say, ah, you say I should not talk. He was, he was destroying me at my back. Do you know what he say about me at your back? What, what are you going to say? Or your faith was made fun of because of the way you are doing. Or another person took advantage of you. Or people cheat you. Or people lie against you. We can try to defend ourselves. Or we can ask God to equip us with quiet dignity to go through. There are times things that you don't talk about. One way leads to momentary relief. Why the other leads to spiritual growth? If you say that you want to really, really defend yourself, yeah, momentarily, you might relieve yourself. But when you say you want to be gentle and take it, you will see yourself spirit, growing spiritually. We'll talk about spiritual growth too. I'm, I'm arranging all this one down. We are going to be talking about them gradually. And they may even be a witness to others. When people look at you say, eh, I don't want to be talking about this. I remember when a particular mother slapped me in the presence of one of our elders. He slapped me. I was so happy. Me, I've forgotten the story. It was one day in a particular meeting, great meeting, where pastors gathered, over 1,000 pastors. And they are saying that in a class, and they are teaching, and they are saying that, who can take somebody ask question? You say, they slap me at the uh, right uh, side, I will turn the second one. He said, who can do it nowadays? Then this man rose up. The man is late now. He rose up his hand. In the midst, that will make me to respect the man till tomorrow. In the midst of the crowd, he said, yes, he has somebody that can do it. He said, have you seen? He said, yes, he, he has seen. He said, is that one that even make him so lead in Christianity to today? He said, he's pastor. He said, he was with him and he was slapped. And truly, I was slapped. Dirty slapped. And I just fold my hand. I was just looking. I laugh. And he can stand as a witness to others. I thank God that just that it happened so that time, not that we become an enemy. Today, I'm seeing the, uh, the children that know the respect they gave to me today. If I'm honest, meekness is not always my first response. Yes, because it goes against my human tendency to get justice and to stand up for myself. I know how I fought because somebody insulted my mother. Somebody, I, I was sick on the bed. I know how I fought inside vehicle before because I, I even broke my hand because somebody cheated me. So my heart needs to change. I need to change this. But it, it won't happen without God's touch. It is with God. With a prayer today, I can invite him into this process. You can invite him to your life. The Lord will build each of us up, revealing practical and powerful way to work out the trait each day. May the Lord bless you. The mindset of meekness is a discipline that will strengthen us to face any type of difficulties or bad treatment. Having this kind of spirit is one of the hardest yet most rewarding goals we can set. Now that I see what bring meek means and where it will lead me, I am more determined to make the journey. Likewise, I'm inviting you into this journey. May the Almighty God help you. I want you to begin to talk to God, Lord, help me to be meek, to, to live a meek full life. In the name of Jesus, grant me this heart, O Lord Father. Holy Spirit, O Lord, help me in the name of Jesus. He said, I am meek and gentle. Father, help me to be meek in life. In the name of Jesus, begin to talk to God. Lord, help me to be meek. Lord, help me to 
exhibit that trait of meekness in the mighty name of jesus help me talk to god talk to god talk to god as i pray with us talk to god thank you father thank you son thank you holy spirit in jesus name we pray amen our lord and our god we thank you we bless and appreciate you for your word glory be to your name O lord in the name of jesus to be meek and gentle is not easy but with you all things are possible we ask all of for the spirit of meekness father endure us in the name of jesus help us all lord grant us all lord break us all lord and remove us we are more than your hand oh lord you are the potter father make us what you want us to be oh lord so that we can be able to exhibit that true trait of a believer in the name of jesus so that will not be a disappointment to you so that I can be able to attract others to 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 your food in the mighty name of jesus thank you father we return the glory back to you lord for in jesus mighty name we pray amen somebody shout hallelujah praise the lord praise the mighty jesus amen wow what a wonderful teaching we have been blessed by this teaching as the lord has used his servant the seasoned and anointed minister of god to bless us tonight through this teaching it is now time for us to give a wonderful offering unto the lord we are in the offering segment hallelujah i will need you to dip your hand into your post right now and lift up your offering Lift up your offering unto the Lord as we're about to pray on this offering. Shall we pray? Father, in Jesus' name, our Lord and our God everlasting Father, we thank you and we appreciate you for your for the teaching tonight. We appreciate you, Father Lord, for blessing us with, with your word through your servants tonight. To you be all the glory, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we lift this offerings into your hand and we ask, O oh God, that you will bless this offerings and you use it for your glory in the name of Jesus. We pray, O oh God, that the purse and pockets from whence these offerings come from, we ask, O oh God, that, it, that you replenish, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. As we offer all this, these offerings unto you, O oh Lord, Father, we pray that these offerings be acceptable, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. May we not suffer in the name of Jesus Christ. We use this offering, mighty Father, Lord, you that, Lord, as a point of contact to our finances, to our pocket, to our purses, and to our accounts we ask oh god you that lord daddy that we will not go down financially in the name of jesus thank you precious father we return all glory to you lord we cover this offerings with the blood of jesus in jesus precious name i pray amen praise the lord praise the mighty jesus if you have your offering right there you can wherever you are as you're listening to this program right now you can drop your offering you begin start to dropping your offering right now and if you want to send it to the church account you should do so now right i'll be singing this song hallelujah receive our praise oh lord receive our praise oh lord glory and honor we give unto you receive our praise O lord receive our praise receive our praise O lord receive our praise O lord glory and honor we give unto you receive our praise O lord receive our praise receive our praise O lord receive our praise O lord glory and honor we give unto you receive our praise O lord all glory be unto the lord in the highest hallelujah amen may the lord bless your offering may the lord replenish your pulses in the name of jesus christ thank you father in jesus precious name i pray amen praise the lord hallelujah hallelujah amen may the lord bless you we thank god for today's uh triumphant living thank god for the success of it may the lord bless every one of us in the name of jesus may the lord give us the grace to be meek and gentle in jesus name uh your the offering that you have given you can transfer it to the church account that you are having with you may the lord bless you um as you give do this god almighty will continue to reward you in jesus name let us remember 
that the church of god need assistance need support we want your contribution to various projects we told you of some project that we're having for the church before now the COVID is over we want us to begin to think about it so that we can be able to build the kingdom together you are blessed in jesus name we thank god for our children that have just risen back to school the lord almighty god will be with them and as the opening is open here and there I pray that God will open way for every one of us in Jesus' name. Also, let us remember that there won't be VG this Friday, as we said that we'll be doing it every two, two weeks. It is next week we are going to have our online VG. Then, on Sunday, don't forget our church service. May the Lord bless you. Also remember that by the grace of God, government decided to give full worship to, to church, that we cannot start program. However, our first program, that will be doing weekly program in the church will start from October 1st. We'll still be doing this till the end of the month. May the Lord bless you in Jesus' name. It is well with you. Keep fit and keep safe in Jesus' name. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We bless and appreciate you for what you have done for us tonight. Glory be to your name, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your word of today. Thank you for the way you've ministered to us. Thank you for teaching us how to be meek and gentle. We ask for grace because ordinary flesh cannot do it worldly desire will not allow it satan himself doesn't want us to be like that because he want to he want to bring us down but we ask for the grace lord give us grace to be able to do this in the name of jesus keep us fit keep us safe keep us living godly way till your kingdom come in the mighty name of jesus thank you father your word that has come out today let it heal us even there are ways that you have gone far, gone down, gone astray. Father, bring us back to your way in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God in heaven, Father, areas of challenges, problems, trouble in life that we are passing through. Father, Lord God in heaven, arise, O oh Lord, Father, and deliver us in the name of Jesus. And your son, we are looking for, Father, wherever he is, O oh Lord, Father, locate him, O oh Lord, Father, and bring him out in the mighty name of Jesus. Do something great so that your name be glorified. Thank you, mighty Father. Glory be to your name, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. As we go today, Father, go with us. Lead us and do great things in our life. Bless our offering. Sanctify it, Father, and use it for your glory. If your trumpets stand any moment, Father, your kingdom count us worthy. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Glory be to your name, O Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Can we share grace and fellowship? May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the presence of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Can we shout seven hallelujah to the glory of God? One to go. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. It is well with you. God bless you. I love you all. Have a wonderful night. Amen.